0: Back 40. 45-50. He's oh off to the races. Word. Down the sideline to the 15-10-5 touchdown. Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Have you ever wanted to meet your favorite professional athlete? Packers stars of yesterday and today, including Devontae Adams, Amon Green, Jair Alexander, Antonio Freeman, Aaron Jones, and Jamal Williams are all available for bookings right now. Mayfield Sports specializes in these special moments between fans and their favorite professional athletes. Head over to MayfieldSportsMarketing.com to see the full list of available athletes to book your favorite professional athlete at your next event. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Quick Slants podcast, a game on Wisconsin. I am Jason Perrone. It is midweek following the Packers-Tampa game this past weekend, the one that hopefully has been flushed down the toilet as far as the Packers are concerned, but we are going to talk about it on this show, because a lot of what I want to talk about today does not relate to how the Packers can be a great team again, resume being a great team, whichever side of the tracks that you're on, how they can beat Houston, or ignoring the fact that they just laid a huge egg in Tampa. I'm not going to do that. We're going to talk about it, because what I want to talk about today is where this team needs to step it up and what they need the championship formula, and it's in the eyes of one person, and and for right now, that's me, but I think some of you are going to identify with this, and some of you may not, and that's okay, but this is kind of one of those things that I've talked about many times over the years, and we've been fortunate to have Packers teams that were really good, that had Super Bowl aspirations, and they had a legitimate chance to go to a Super Bowl, didn't. And we all know why. And some of those things can tend to pop their heads up throughout a season. And the question is, does this Packers team have the ability to overcome it? So let's talk about it. First of all, the game. It was gross. It was a disgusting loss. There's no question about it. Now, I am just, at this point, I'm piling on. It's the middle of the week. You have all listened to plenty of analysis about how badly the Packers played. You've seen a bunch of numbers. You've heard a bunch of analysts probably jump off the ledge and give up on the Packers being contenders in the NFC, whatever. But it's true. It was an ugly loss. Here's the deal. Let's call it like it is though. Okay. When you win, you then get exposed for what you do well. And the Packers have done a lot of really good things through the first four games, especially on offense. When you lose, you get exposed for the things that you don't do well. That's just the rule of life. When you don't win a game, you messed up. Something bad happened. You screwed up somewhere. The Packers screwed up in a lot of places. And they got exposed for some things that they don't do well. And then it begs the question of, well, they've been getting away with it so far. So are they really as good as we thought? Well, the Packers are not suddenly frauds. Okay, Let's not do this worst 13-3 and team narrative like we heard last season they're not suddenly a bad team they played a bad game and those aren't the same thing any any team is going to put up a stinker every now and then even those patriots teams that won championships didn't play perfectly it was one horrible game and that's that's what it was but it's way too soon to write these guys off You know, now if they go out and show badly in Houston against a Texans team that has not been good this season, despite it being on the road and road games are tough, the Packers have to go on the road again, you know, and then then it's a different story. They struggle against Houston. If they don't beat the Texans two in a row. Okay. Well, even if it's competitive, I mean, the Packers really need to get back on track here. You know, it's not going to kill their season. It's an AFC opponent. It's not like it's, you know, divisional opponent, but Two in a row would not be good. You can't have back-to-back clunkers. I'll be surprised if the Packers do. But after this last game against Tampa, now we know it's possible. It's possible for this team to lay an egg. And I, I called this team special just two weeks ago after they beat the Saints. I said, this is a special team. I'm gonna say it out loud. This is this is a team that's got Super Bowl aspirations. They can do it. They just beat, they beat two really good teams on the road in the Saints and the Vikings. You know? Uh, It could happen again that they they lay an egg two weeks in a row, but I'm not willing to bet on it. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, guys came out and flat out said in the media this week, we got our butts handed to us, and they're ticked off. They should be. Teams that are destined to go far and do special things, they absolutely need to respond in situations like this. The really great teams do. They have. They refuse to let these things happen a second time. They band together. They change the outcome the next time. They don't. They refuse to lose. And that falls on the obvious Guys like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Zadarius Smith, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith. Those guys have to show up each week. Zadarius Smith has been way too quiet. He's made a few plays this season, but he's been way too quiet. Preston Smith, I've had multiple people ask me legitimately if he's still on this team. They had no idea he was still on this team. I We know he's out there, but he has, he's got a half a sack so far this season. That's nowhere near what he did last year, and I I don't care if there's extra attention being paid to him. Your great players show up and they find ways to make plays. The Packers are down close to 50% in their pressure rate from the same time last season. That's not good, and it's definitely not going to get them anywhere against the really good quarterbacks. Tom Brady being among those, obviously, so you can't put up zeros against those guys. No one touched him. Brady, the immobile Tom Brady, the Tom Brady that can't Literally cannot move away from his spot in the pocket. Zero pressures. Unreal. Back to this being a special team. I I guess I need to amend that from they are special to this team can be special. You know, if they want to be called special and they want that R designation back, they need to prove that they are that each and every week before they can say that that they are. And that doesn't mean that they have to win every single game. But you go up 10 on the road and then you let 38 unanswered points get scored and you look like absolute trash doing it, that's not special. And so that's, that's why that rule exists in my mind. I need to see more before I say this team is special. I may have jumped the gun a little bit there. But they can be. They certainly can be. One, one game isn't going to make or ruin a team at this point of the season and in this situation. We're not in a dire situation here in the middle of October. Packers are still tied for the NFC North lead. Don't and don't be that person unless you're a Bears fan. I guess that's fine. But don't don't bring the technicalities to me about how the Bears are actually ahead of the Packers in the standings because they've they've done this and this and the records and the, the opponents and all that kind of stuff. That that's not a thing, okay? Until they win the division, Chicago is a nice little second fiddle to the boys up north, and they have been for the better part of the last 3 decades, and I don't hate it. I absolutely love it. So, Matt LaFleur came out and said this: the week of practice leading up to the Bucks game wasn't good. Well, that's, that's bad. I mean, that's the coaching staff. Like, you, you, you had back bad practices coming off of a bye? You know, this is the second year in a row now that they've come out and looked really bad after the week off. You know, but the, by the same token, Matt LaFleur has yet to lose two games in a row in his, his Packers head coaching career. So let's see what he's got in store for this team and for us this week. We, I think, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, his, his track record so far warrants it. That this team's going to come back and they're going to bounce back and they're going to be okay. Last year, they play a terrible, lifeless game against the Los Angeles Chargers, turned around a week later at home and kept pace with and went toe to toe with Carolina in a game in which Christian McCaffrey tried to take it over single-handedly, and it was it was McCaffrey that they stuffed on the goal line at the end of the game to seal the win. So, you know, it can be done. You know, and for those who want to deem Tampa after one game now, all of a sudden Tampa is this year's 49ers. The Packers can't beat the Bucks. Just pump the brakes. Okay, it was one game. The Packers did have a 10-point lead at one point. They just froze solid. I mean, they were paralyzed where they stood after the Rodgers pick six. I'll give you that. Terrible look. They never recovered from it. But they're not markedly worse than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They they can they can beat that team. They can beat that team on the road. As good as that defense was and all the pressure they put on Aaron Rodgers, Packers can still beat they can still beat Tampa. Now, one thing I will say: this is I'm recording this on Tuesday night, so by the time you're listening to this, we may have already gotten an update on the status of David Bakhtiari, the left tackle, and his chest injury. No idea how severe it is, how serious it is yet. That's gonna. We're all gonna be looking at that because if Bakhtiari can't play, even if it's for a game or two, or God forbid he's out longer term, that's a huge issue. That's your left tackle. Then I don't know if the Packers can beat the Bucks, especially on the road. So let's let's assume that Bakhtiari is not going to be out forever. This Packers team needs some resiliency. They need resiliency. They just they need to face adversity better than they did. They've got to be able to do that and step up. And again, the Super Bowl formula. What is the Super Bowl formula? We've seen it before. A close-knit team that doesn't let one loss tear them apart. The story of the late-season loss to the Atlanta Falcons in 2010, in the regular season. right? The Packers lost that game, but the reports were in the locker room that they knew they let one slip away. And they knew that if they came back or they had another chance, they weren't going to let it slip through their fingers. They came back in the playoffs against the number one seed Atlanta Falcons on the road as the sixth seed in the 2010 playoffs. And they absolutely boat raced the Falcons off their own field, turned around the following week, went to Chicago, beat the Bears, and on to Super Bowl 45 They went. If you want to win a Super Bowl, if you want to be a Super Bowl team, you need to make this Game last week, a distant memory. Sooner than later, as fast as you possibly can, two or three weeks from now, everybody should be be talking about what a fluke the Tampa Bay game was, right? And it this this all kind of depends on what your perspective on the team is. You know, I mean, I'm saying it's coming from me right now. You know, I say they need some resiliency. Some of you might say, well, no, they don't. Well, it all depends on what you want in the end. Okay, if you want a Super Bowl. And just a little, a quick little PSA for everyone out there. That's still why they play all the games, you know, to get the hardware. You know, if you want the, if you want the Packers to win a Super Bowl, then you have to hope this team gets more chiseled and, and better able to deal with a rough quarter, a rough stretch, a deficit of more than one possession. They've got to be able to face it, come up, rise above it and find a way to win. Championship teams just simply don't front run. Okay. Just ask the 2011 Green Bay Packers. Better yet, just ask the 2007 Patriots. 18-1. and one. Cannot front run and win a championship. It's, it's not the formula. It's not the way. The Packers can get back on the right foot with a solid performance against Houston on the road this week. I expect them to play much better. The wide receiver group had a rough day on Sunday. Everybody's talking about the wide receivers. Of course, as soon as the Packers lose, all the narratives come back out and everyone starts talking about the Jordan Love pick and how great it is that the Packers wasted their first round pick on a guy that's never going to see the field this season when they didn't get a receiver that could have helped them beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There was no receiver in this draft or in the NFL that was going to help this Packers team beat the Buccaneers on Sunday. If you think it was a wide receiver issue, go back and watch the game again and look for all the different areas in which the Packers failed. It was not simply a wide receiver issue. Now, did the wide receivers struggle and did they not play well? That is correct. Devontae Adams did not look as sharp. Aaron Rodgers staring down the receiver. Just not helping his guy out at all. Marquez Valdez-Scantling doesn't want to dive and leave his feet. Okay, another deep ball. Just misses him. Equinemius St. Brown comes back. We've all been looking forward to his return. He suddenly is allergic to the football. Didn't want anything to do with it. Just couldn't couldn't haul it in. No Tyler Irvin. All those things. Kind of reared their ugly head. Aaron Rodgers misses a wide-open Mercedes Lewis. I mean, just... All the things. And, and and we've seen it happen before. You know, I, I unfairly in years past wondered if it wasn't Mike McCarthy and just like the the way that he prepared the team as a head coach and his staff. You know, no, it wasn't Mike McCarthy. It's, it's a combination of a bunch of different things. And Aaron Rodgers let that pick six get into his head. And it rattled him the entire rest of the day. And it turned into... One of the worst statistical days he's put up in his entire career, which has spanned a decade and a half. That's a long time. So we can be grateful that we haven't seen very many games like that, but unfortunately we had to, we had to the most recent example of a football game that the Green Bay Packers played with Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback was that so they can get back on track with a solid performance against Houston on the road this week. I think that's probably more likely than not, although it is a road game and you can't take these things for granted. But the Packers are heading back on the road and they will get a chance to do it this weekend. Check out all the great content at Game On Wisconsin. All the great shows, the live shows. If you're a Twitter follower, if you are an Instagram uh, person, if you love Facebook, we stream our shows live. You just subscribe to the YouTube channel. We, we stream all of our shows live there. You can listen to our podcast. You can download podcasts wherever you're listening to it right now. Enjoy all of that great content. We'll have more as usual coming up. We've got the round table after the game on Sunday. We've got the fantasy football update. We've got betting lines that came on Wisconsin. Previews, predictions, all kinds of stuff for anybody and everybody that loves Green Bay Packers football. So let's hope we have a better message next week. I wanted to just share some thoughts about what this team needs to do. I don't want to sit here and act like they're going to do it and and they're going to be just fine. We've seen plenty of championship teams in the past and the Packers need to either turn into that if they want to win a championship or we're going to be looking at probably a very similar result to what we've seen in many of the past seasons and then back to the drawing board during the offseason again. So with that, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe and as always, Go Pack Go! Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae from right to left. Cutting left to the 50, to the 45, 40. Track down from behind.